Domino 10. Lessons learned with e-health innovation in primary care, part three. Learning by doing. Since the province pays for services offered by doctors and hospitals, these are the affordable default for healthcare needs. But do these services link up with one another and communicate? Do these service cogs work smoothly and synchronously? Have they benefited from e-health innovations? Do these innovations result in outcomes that save money and save lives? As systems grow more complex, the acid test of their performance lies in their ability to work cohesively. Gains are expected from the investment of public funds, as well as the blood, sweat and tears from the human resources operating them. Pockets of cohesive connection and communication are notable in our current system. But when considered retrospectively, we have succeeded in some places while failing in others. But what has it cost us? What have we lost in time, resources and money? Have we learned to experiment better with what little we have? Canada Health Infoway utilized experts in the field to offer real-time independent assessment of outcomes by studying the impact of its blueprint for e-health in communities right across Canada. By 2008, they understood that success critically depended on the participation of clinicians and staff since they knew the terrain like no other. Infoway responded by making corrections to its approach. Technology has developed by leaps and bounds since 2000, and the original problems posed by the high cost of interoperability of systems are less contentious and expensive. Nova Scotia experimented with a centralized repository for family doctors to house their EMRs so that their data would be available for future use. Political and other forces influence the project, and it remains far from its target of collecting meaningful data and connecting health services. The parallel natural experiment that took place allowed innovative clinicians to work with interested vendors and develop e-solutions for problems in their practices. Clinicians took charge and implemented digitally supported communication and workflows which increased their efficiency, improved patient safety, enlightened them and their staff, and started to evolve e-health in Nova Scotia. Unfortunately, many suffered to make the transition from paper-based clinics to digitally supported clinics and are yet to see the full benefits of technology. In large part, this was due to lack of peer-to-peer -peer education. Vendors could tell a doctor and their friend staff about their product, but could not help them develop digital workflow solutions. Doctors and clinic front staff are best suited to teach each other. Thus, the small pockets that succeeded had little opportunity and support by which they could share their success with others that wanted to follow suit. Consider the pilot project that distinguished Nova Scotia in 2012 to 2014. It offered an electronic patient chart which allowed secure exchange of information between a doctor's office and their patients. It could store lab and imaging reports, 
operative reports, hospital discharge summaries, and letters from specialists. It offered patients the choice to book appointments online and communicate with staff at medical clinics. Clinics with successful EMRs were ready for the PHR, or Personal Health Record Project. 30 doctors and 6,000 patients tried it and found that it increased their capacity for care by 22%. Patients described how it empowered them to become engaged and informed about their health. This pilot was studied in real time and the product was vetted stringently. The vendor was motivated to contribute to patient-centered care and committed to product improvement and integration with the doctor's EMR. If Nova Scotia had proceeded with a single EMR that all doctors would be forced to use, innovation would have slowed down to a crawl, and we could not have shown the high degree of success which we did with the PHR pilot. In 2004, the Nova Scotia government announced its preferred EMR solution for doctors as Nightingale on Demand. In 2016, Nova Scotia has three approved EMR products for doctors, Practimax, Acuro, and Nightingale On Demand. TELUS has since purchased Nightingale and announced that it will be sunset and will offer its own EMRs. Acuro was recently purchased by Loblaws. Practimax, created by a family doctor, developed and supported by a private Nova Scotian business, has remained committed to product development linked to clinical practice despite being small and heavily challenged by adverse business conditions imposed by government decisions. These examples indicate that the only constant in life is change. These lessons exemplify repeatedly that despite the best of intentions, a top-down approach to managing issues that are diverse complex and heterogeneous seldom leads to the outcomes that one is looking for. The reductionist tendency that attempts to oversimplify complex issues in the name of saving money and developing solutions instead widens the gap between what people need and what the system wishes to create for them. Such approaches stress the workforce. Smaller-scale solutions that are supported and grown from the ground up by a sensitive, skilled, and responsive governance system which supports connections between successful experiments have historically furthered eHealth in Nova Scotia.